say, speaking of uh, topics we talked about in previous episodes, they did not release all of the JK or JFK files. Nope. Oh, they didn't? They did not. They released a bunch of them, and then a bunch were still... What's still classified? Something redacted. Redacted. Oh, they left. All right. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. So they're still the they modified. Still, yeah. They mm-hmm. still blacked out. Yep. And I think right. they have X number of more months until to like reprocess the information because they're saying it's still sensitive information. Mm-hmm. It, not only are they, yeah. they are, is it a bunch of redacted information, but they, the government, decided to not release them on the day we recorded that episode, like they were supposed to. Oh, they didn't? No. Because I didn't hear no, much on it, it afterwards. Back. Like, I didn't hear really anything. No, they pushed it back so that fucking Donald Trump could pretend that it was all because of him, that the JFK well, files... He tried to do that, like, right from the get-go, so, as soon as he found out about it. to completely make it true, make it true, he postponed the release, and oh. then released it that Sunday, rather than releasing it on that Thursday. God damn it. So that we could put all the conspiracy theories to rest. Yeah. And we'll finally know the truth. But we, we don't, don't because He's a dick. George H.W. H. Bush's name is redacted. Yeah. <laughs> from the information. Over and over and over again. Because yeah, basically <laughs> he put it as some of the information is still sensitive. There are still CIA members who are alive. Yeah. Oh, really? That's we're gonna have to wait until <laughs> Mr. Grabass is dies. still alive. <laughs> Poppy's gonna have to die. Oh. Uh, I just. I, what, Pat, was his, what was his? What was his? What was his joke? Yeah. yeah, he had a funny little. I have to admit, it made me snicker when I was like that. That dirty old man. Like, what? What was that joke he did? I, I don't fucking know. Oh, you don't? Oh. Yeah, no. Okay. We've heard of you. I'm sure you heard about all that. Other than yeah. he was a dirty old man. <laughs> That's right. It's between the Profound and the Profane, a comedy podcast where three lifelong friends gather together every week in my spare bedroom to trade friendly stories, give friendly advice, and maybe, just maybe, learn something new about their friends. While we're at it, we're going to try to make some new friends out there. Hey out there, new friends. New friends. True believers. Phone whores. And my personal army. Our personal army. The army. of Trash people. The peoples of trash. Joining me today, as they do every week, are my two co-hosts. He's a pile of movie quotes in a man suit, although sometimes he might come out in a werewolf suit, tiger suit. You never really know. I'm beautiful, lady. Chris Warco. Also joining me today, you can only photograph him from far away, out of focus spots in the woods. He's E.P. Brown. Find yourself some steel toe boots and put on your hard hats, because I'm about to drop some knowledge. <laughs> I had to come up with two of these today. <laughs> <laughs> and I, of course, as always, am your shit host. I got a ton of skills, but not a damn one of them's marketable. Chris Myers. I would have also accepted dropping bombs. I'm about uh, to drop bombs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With my fat wraps, yo. <laughs> Today, we are talking Ian's favorite subject. Aliens, extraterrestrials, and other life forms. Today, I'm between the profound and the profane. Only on bonushours.com. Like marsupials? Yeah, yeah, those two. I think those are aliens. I'm pretty sure. I mean, we can definitely have the alien kangaroo Anybody debate. Anybody who's got a fucking pouch <laughs> on your stomach? Alien. 
I'm, yeah. What I'm saying, fanny packs. That's an what alien I'm idea. saying is that that's there are more weird. creatures on this earth who have pouches on their stomach uh, than there are like different types. There's kangaroos. There's opossum. There is your koala. Mm-hmm. Your marsupials. Yeah. Um, there are more marsupials on this on this earth than human type creatures. Uh, well, I mean, it kind of depends. In terms of creatures that, like, really have a thing for 90-degree angles for some reason. Um, but, like, in terms of, like, primates, I mean, there's there's more primates than I mean, than yeah, there's more primates. But, like, even the but, other primates aren't anything near no. human. That's And I know that a koala bear is nothing near a fucking kangaroo. <laughs> but they have similar traits like a pouch on the front of their fucking stomach yeah and weird backwards bit legs <laughs> uh the, the the fact that we walk completely upright Actually, and have to talk and think and do the things that humans do makes humans the most alien creatures on earth besides I, mushrooms i totally agree with that and actually i was thinking about this like completely unrelated like i was thinking about this the other day like i was like why do we like why don't we like have the whole the whole backwards knee thing or what technically is the right way knee if you're bipedal like if you're meant if you're meant to be walking at all times uh, like animals chimpanzees that, do not have backwards knees they also don't like they they do they have four legs like they essentially like i mean yeah. their arms work as like when they're running they're like they're running them. on their fists like if they're... we were to have i mean that would be a fucked off experiment and we'd be hated by everyone but if we were given a baby <laughs> oh, God. and we took that already, baby already people would be angry like why do those guys why do those podcast guys have a baby in the studio like <laughs> a quadruped where it walked on its hands yeah i think it would develop its musculature in a way that would allow that to happen we need to get a grant so, <laughs> if anybody wants to donate a baby <laughs> yeah. between the profound and the profane, we hey, have... Hey, whoa, whoa, wait. I'm down with two. We can do a dual <laughs> experiment. Control, yeah, I was say, controlled, oh, yeah, 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 controlled yeah, setting. Yeah, you. scientific right. method. Three would be the optimum. It would. True. It would be ideal. Yeah. I like that. I like yeah, that. That's that's good. All right, so has anybody <laughs> ever heard of a book, story, comic book, writing a fiction that uh, proposes the idea that we are the aliens. I mean, that's here. That's one of the many theories within the uh, like yeah. uh, within the UFO and extraterrestrial uh, circles. We just don't know it. Well, like I don't like. I mean, there's there's the possibility. One of the major possibilities that's popular today is the whole like is not to sound too ridiculous, but basically the ancient aliens theory that like. That they, aliens. Exactly, aliens. And, like, it's not so much in terms that, like, they straight up made us, like, all the way, but more so that, like, there's maybe some gene manipulation. Because there, there's a couple different theories on us, like, as far as what human beings, no, I mean, where we came from, because, like, we, you can find, ho- like, homo sapiens and stuff that aren't exactly what we, you know, that, that we are. Yeah, like um, they're they're definitely older miles, and you can tell. Uh, what's the one where they uh, just started? It's they started standing. Uh, no, it was after Lucy. Like they started standing, like all the like all the time. Um, Cro-Magnon, and maybe it's Cro-Magnon. I guess that that could be it. Uh, he um, was before Neanderthal. Yeah, 
I would say it might be. Yeah, would I would say Neanderthal it might. Neanderthal, Cro-Magnon, or Cro-Magnon, Neanderthal? Anybody? I mean, it's not like they. Um, it's not like one disappeared oh, yeah. and another appeared. No, but they, you know, they do the the evolution timetable from ape to monkey, and they yeah. give you the kind of or ape to man. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Neanderthal. Yeah, I guess Neanderthal. I think that'd be a different. I mean, they were like two different yeah, humanoid was, species, and one killed the other one off. Yeah, I guess Homo that would erectus. be um, Homo. Yeah, that's that's the one I was thinking of. Uh, Homo. I knew it was really simple. Like it was like yeah. It was, anyways, Homo erectus uh, looked extremely similar to us. Yeah. Like then they they um, <clears throat> like if they're you know if we were walking we'd be walking ex- like you wouldn't be able to be like oh one of those human one is not. But Homo sapien has uh, twice the size of brain. And like eight, like I, I forget if it, yeah, I guess it was somewhere around eight times the amount of prefrontal cortex, the, yeah. the part that makes us like smart enough to run a podcast, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I mean, uh, but it, and they and they're very close, like in yeah. terms, like they like it really was um, right before the Neanderthals. Mm-hmm. And Neanderthals are, it's kind of debatable on how smart they were. They weren't as smart as we are, but they also, they're pretty, they're yeah. pretty intelligent. They had, they had funerals and stuff like elaborate. Well, I mean, I think the question comes things. down to like, are we the aliens who forgot we came from outer space yeah. or like, are, are we... we an experiment? Are we intelligently designed? I lean more heavily towards what you're talking about, where we are like somebody else. Well, there's like a manipulation. Jesus was an alien who came down to Earth and did some funny magic, and we are pig chimp hybrids with a little bit of dolphin DNA. Just a smidgen. <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, we are oddly. We're the only primates that have web web fingers. Uh, web fingers. No, we were definitely aquatic like, for a little while. Yeah, which was probably <laughs> a failed experiment. <laughs> It could be. Be like, hey, let's put them in the ocean. It's like, oh, maybe, shit, they all keep dying. <laughs> maybe we are all the descendants from Atlantis. I mean, and there used to be a... There was a sub-aquatic Atlantean civilization, not that, a oh, not super-advanced island, island that sunk. Oh, okay. It was always a sub-aquatic. And something yeah. happened that forced us out of the water. Dude, yeah, I, I totally <clears throat> could see that. <clears throat> and, like, that's kind of what I was, like, for today's topic, that's kind of what I was, like, going with. Um, oh, yeah, you the, really like the USOs and not yeah. the comedy show for the, for the troops. For, for the people yeah, that yeah that was a major researching issue, typing in USO. <laughs> like, eventually I had to type in aquatic UFOs, and then it was like, okay, now we get what you're saying. You're like, man, I, I just... Did I, you I, mean... Yeah. No, no, I didn't. No. I'm just looking, I'm just looking for, for unidentified submersible objects, and all I'm getting is old Bob Hope routines. <laughs> hey, dude. Yeah, that's actually it. That was my, uh, that was my Wednesday. <laughs> that was my Wednesday. Damn it, Bob. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I figured for, like, the whole, al- you know, we, we proposed the idea of aliens uh, for today, and I was thinking, you know, if I did, I was originally thinking UFOs, but then I was like, oh, let's shake it up a little, like, and I started doing some research on USOs. So what so, is a USO? Um, it's an unidentified submersible, it's based, essentially, it's a UFO that can go underwater. Well, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a... Unidentifiable, unidentified craft that's 
Submersible, in the water yeah. or can go underwater. Mostly, it's a submarine, basically driven. It's an alien submarine. It's the best way to think about it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, now, is this something that's in... been like dropped off by a spaceship? Well, that's... or is this a spaceship no, that does both? Exactly. Well, I don't. Like, like, I think that's where you get into your own personal ideas about it. Because to they... me, a USO comes from. The from ocean. the ocean like, like it space? doesn't well, come from space oh, it comes from and below. into the ocean well the thing it's under the ocean already well yeah ex- well all right i definitely i mean it definitely can be it actually goes both ways yeah um uh, i was gonna say like that's the whole thing is like it i think that like the uso technology definitely came from out like i don't think that's any of our engineer like i mean even when i'm like even when we have super advanced stuff like stuff that's 20 years ahead yeah i think we actually even have anti-gravity like i believe that the black manna is a real thing that the government's had since the 90s but even that can't keep up with what the usos actually do like they go like they there's uh there's a couple that uh, i was researching and uh a lot of them showed up in Russia. Mm-hmm. One thing, uh, or from Russian documents, I should say. Yeah. Uh, the fir- one of the first like interesting cases I found was a uh, Russian submarine a little bit south of uh, Cuba. I want to say this is back um, either just before the Cuban Missile Crisis. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was just a little bit before then. Uh-huh. So late 50s. Uh, this uh, Russian submarine was... Uh, you know cruising around down there and all of a sudden like their uh their submarine like it started slowing down like it's just started slowing down for pretty much no identifiable reason mm-hmm. and then on their radar screen it showed that there was an object there was a another sub it showed that there was another submarine heading at 263 knots towards them uh, do you know Which, the calculation two, of knots to miles? Yeah, two uh, for that one it's two hundred and thirty miles an hour underwater. So a knot is less than a mile per hour. It's a little bit. Uh, if you said yeah, two sixty three yes, knots, yes, it's a little bit. Sl- yeah, okay, it's a little, okay. yeah, it's a little bit less than a mile. Yeah. I'm not at all boat savvy. <laughs> Nor am I not. Well, I mean, yeah, <laughs> a knot is a yeah. Uh, is a knot a knot not is not a, a speed it's an incu- it's a measurement right yeah you're yeah. moving at so many knots they literally yeah it's literally a method of throwing a rope that has it used to be that has uh-huh. knots that's literally what it's based off of yeah okay. It's like how a horse you measure in hands with boats. They, it's a ridiculous thing. Yeah. So you're, the, the, <laughs> anyway, the oh, USO yeah. sightings are a lot like UFO sightings, <clears throat> but they're either underwater or yeah. on top of the water. Exactly, yeah. They're, they are definitely like either they're hanging out over a lake and then they'll like drop down in there mm-hmm. and like... Um, or they'll so, come out of a lake and go mm-hmm. into the sky and fly off. Yeah. Have there and been... Then, and in that rush, and in the Russian case, like yeah, it was in the middle of the ocean, like I said, a little bit south of um, Cuba, and they it ended up uh, it, it got close to them, and the closer it got, the more of their systems malfunctioned, mm-hmm. and then eventually, like as the object was like literally, it was heading dead straight at them. So if this was any man-made technology at the time it would have smashed into them at two it would have been a gigantic torpedo it would have been a torpedo the size of a nuclear submarine yeah and i forget if they're nuclear but anyways um 
anyways it, it came close to them all their basically everything shut off all forms of communication all lights and um then it missed them and it literally like flew like they the only explanation is is that it flew out of the water it went straight up basically. yeah exactly yeah. And there were fishermen who reported seeing lights and stuff like that, like like bright bright lights going on in that you know from their boats, like it was like right in that direction. So that was like the first little interesting case that I found that like I was like, okay, I'm definitely going to go with these. I mean, I think it's very. I think the USO idea is super interesting because it's more of an idea that maybe even before we show up as humans like neanderthals are kind of hanging out mm -hmm. you got you know old old world man hanging out aliens came from outer space and just decided to set up shop where they wouldn't be bothered deep 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 under the ocean mm -hmm. and so any ufo yeah. sightings yeah. that you get now are technically terrans they're not martians or outer orbit uh creatures they well, have adapted I... to terra to, to terra which is Earth, if you don't yeah. know that. To anybody yeah. out there. Uh, and they've adapted to this this climate. They are now well, transplants, I, I guess. Yeah, I was going to say, really, um, like, I think that they, it, Alien would kind of basically, all it would have to mean is that you come from somewhere else. So, like, them coming to Earth. And so, yeah, like, I mean, they might be... Um, they might be adapted or they might just really have the technology to just to, like, not... I mean, I guess that's a form of adaption. Yeah. But, but like, I don't know if they genetically really would have to uh, so much adapt, not in the way that, like, we... Well, yeah. No, I'm not even thinking in, adapt. like... Yeah. When I think adaptation in that way, I think that they built a Gungan city underneath mm -hmm. the ocean. Okay, yeah. Like, w way deep in the Marianas Trench. And they're still... Okay, yeah. All right, I got, I got you. They built a city that they can live underneath yeah. the ocean. And, like, then going further than that, now, you know, in the 60s and 50s, when... Uh, aliens, abductions, and uh, UFO sightings started to jump up again, even before that, probably. Mm -hmm. These technologies, these craft, these ships aren't coming from outer space. They're coming out of the water and flying through the air to go and do, you know, reconnaissance missions. Oh, what, what's our experiment doing today? It's been a while since we checked on those guys. And, oh, no, it's yeah. the Dark Ages. <laughs> oh, no, everyone has the plague. <laughs> go back. Go back. Go yep. back now. Yep. But, but, oh, fuck this. <laughs> so you and I have had multiple discussions on what you think could be hiding in the water as mm -hmm. far as a Cthulhu yeah, monster. Yeah, the Leviathan. Um, <clears throat> based on what we were talking about earlier about how what if we were a subaquatic species and were chased to the land? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> what if Cthulhu was the monster oh, man. that chased them <laughs> and made us come ashore? Because we... Or, <clears throat> you know, I, I'm, again, big pile of movie quotes. In a man suit, wolf suit, kangaroo suit. Depends on how I'm feeling this day. Uh, what if in the Marianas Trench, the reason we can't ever find anybody is because the Cthulhu is there as a robotic monster to guard the city. To keep us from going. Oh, robot. Robo-Cthulhu. Robo-Cthulhu. Well, I mean, you wouldn't even quote. honestly <laughs> need anything like that. If you're that deep, the pressure would... There's nothing we can get down there. We can't get down there. We can send things down there to kind of see, but we don't have a great we don't have a great picture of the ocean yeah, as no, it stands. You get some, oh yeah, the, like spotlight, yeah, camera, and all you have to do is just just swim around the fucking thing. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And with, when it comes to the aquatic ape, ape theory, um, I don't think that we came from the water, uh, if you're actually specifically speaking of aquatic ape theory, which is what we were mentioning. Are you arguing with the toadies? We didn't come from the, water. from the water. We didn't come from the water <laughs> as much as uh, we came from the trees and went to the water. Yeah. Like the uh, we, we, uh, man, uh, early man discovers fire and burns down the forest. So we have to leave the forest and go to the beaches, and we begin to evolve webs on our fingers, and we begin to evolve more. Uh, that's why we don't have hair anymore, is because we needed to be slick to swim. Because that's that's another thing that makes us incredibly alien to all other creatures on this earth, is Whoa. our lack of body hair. Yeah, we all have hair, and there's people who are way hairier than others, but... We have very Does, specific, yeah, like, very specific, mating ritual yeah. type of hair yeah. on the top of our heads. Yeah, I was going to say, because other monkeys, like, yeah, there's nothing that re remotely gets close to, like, the way humans have the hair that we have. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just, like... <clears throat> it's made for swimming. Yeah. It's, it's like, very specific. It's like, I mean, like, it, by, the, by the point of us getting, like, this type of no hair essentially like we literally it would make more sense if we just were straight up bald like if we just didn't have hair what do you think our diet <laughs> would be if we were in the water yeah if we're aquatic apes i mean that's that's where we picked up fishing and using tools to get things out of the water nets and things like that that's where we would have started yeah, to develop those ideas now, do you do you think manatees get attacked by sharks or i, I believe only so. seals Oh yeah, manatees. Oh yeah, manatees. manatees oh, yeah, oh definitely, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm just thinking, you know, what, what kind of things? Were you thinking of who during, would win? Who well, would win in a fight? A in, no, no, no. Well, in that time, I mean, you've got. I'm assuming megalodon. No, nah, megalodon would have been way extinct by the time. Okay, well that's good. Uh, you still got big ass sharks. Out. Yeah. So, oh well, yeah. I, you know, like what, them, I'm yeah. curious. What uh, were we both land and water? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, we, we we wouldn't have been living in the water like mermaids or anything, like uh, not in that. No, I'm way not saying of, we had tails, but you know, well, well, but it's not in that way of aquatic. Mm -hmm. Like we can't, we, we still can't, we still have we, lungs, we still can't lot. breathe in the water. Um, like basically, they just dive off a little cliffs well, no, and I, just I'm, like jump into the I'm water, and climb to the their idea way back out. <laughs> of the we as an ancient civilization came from the stars, crashed in crashed in the ocean built our underwater cities like atlantis mm -hmm. uh and then got chased out or something cataclysmic happened maybe we you know our systems failed mm -hmm. and had to evacuate to the surface and then just over time and generations it becomes a story. We went further and further inland. Yeah, it becomes. That. It, it just becomes a. Uh, oh, you know, uh, there used to be this cool city in Atlantis. You know, yeah. maybe maybe Pluto, or was it Aristotle that wrote about Atlantis? Plato. 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 Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> maybe Plato was <laughs> was the last descendant that had memory of Atlantis. Well, I mean that 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 would be. How that would happen uh, eventually over time, you would the, the story of the people who came from the water would become yeah. the people who came from the island would become the the yeah. island that was lost. 
and then there you, are really really old was, stories and i think that when plato uh when he was writing about it was he said at the, at his time it was nine thousand years before that there are really so really old old like at that time old old stories like uh civilizations that we have no record of oh we were talking plato aristotle uh atlantis was it on me it was on me oh, uh, oh. there are old stories of civiliz- uh, from civilizations that we have no real record of at yeah. this point like we just have stories of stories they told and they tell stories of a water people who came from out of the water and just murdered the entire world. I think I have I have heard something about that. If yeah. you look, uh, uh, I think Graham Han- Hancock is is really really into it. Oh, and he's, okay. He's kind of a crypto archaeologist yeah. type of guy. He, he he's really cool. Yeah, well, he I believes like... that we are much much older than we're told we are. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, skeletal, like as far as like the skeletal record we found, it, it, what he says makes way more sense oh, yeah. time wise. Like, yeah. it just really does. <laughs> it, it actually it actually covers most of the gaps that you find <laughs> when mm-hmm. you're looking for the origin of of man. <laughs> yeah, it covers in way better than anything else I've ever heard. So, <clears throat> if we go with your theory about. A USO comes from the bottom up, mm-hmm. and your theory from they come from the stars mm. into the ocean. Well, what either way, would yeah. your theory still count them as aliens, or would they just be a non-named to me uh, the way that I'm life form? The way that I'm looking at it is that they came, or we came, whatever you want to say came from outer space before anything was going on here on earth like there might have been some dinos or some like some small little fucking rat mammals hanging out on on land but we can these guys came from outer space we're on earth said hey look this this is a good good little place here we could we could do some good life creating around here we could we could look at that thing see that little shrew thing i bet you i can make it a pig monkey watch and they just hung out under the water where nothing could touch them as they were doing their experimentation yeah so they are still alien uh because they come from other but so you you... it's been a long enough that i maybe you could consider them terrans but terrestrial yeah well right that's what i was saying more along the lines of would they just be a species that died out like yeah, maybe they were. There was another intelligent species, yeah, and they just died. Like, oh yeah, just maybe there was so much fucking inbreeding that there was nowhere else to go, and they all died from genetic, you know, decomposition. Yeah, I mean, there's that, or they just packed up and moved to Russia. That's right. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of Russia, what is Russia like? Super crazy smart, because all the crazy, like crazy cool stuff, conspiracies, UFOs, like. They have a lot of shit that goes on in Russia. Oh, Do yeah. they just well, play dumb? I think they're just... Or are they just portrayed they, by us, our wonderful American society? Their government, as. like, honestly, doesn't care as anywhere near as much about, like, the covering up UFOs and Mm-mm. stuff. Like, our government will actively erase people's accounts, like, on YouTube and social media and... 
like they will actively go out of their way to like quiet people down in russia their their government like wants their people to obey them and if like they want to read about aliens or whatever they don't really give a shit i mean russia is a government that not only during the russian revolution in the early turn of the century 1900s had a black magician as part of the czar's fucking posse crew um putin right at this minute has a black magician on his cabinet like they they accept that magic is beyond technology and that magic can enhance technology and that there are supernatural things going on on this earth in in the 1986 olympics um the you know uh what's that uh the eastern border podcast if you're interested in russian type of stuff soviet russia stuff uh the eastern border is a really good one check out and he was mentioning in uh 1986 olympics that they actually were worried about the weather and like they had they done all the research picked the best day Mm -hmm. and then of course like rain actually like literally like a day or two before the olympics started there was a front coming in and it was like going to rain out the olympics so they actually brought in a bunch of um they brought in shamans and uh magic practitioners and they have them all like literally at the stadium performing their rituals and like i think it was like three hours before the before the openings you know before they opened the gates essentially yeah they, uh the the weather just like totally cleared up and i mean they also I, they also did some like cloud seeding type they also did if, some stuff to dry if, I'm a, um, <laughs> if i'm a if i'm an alien race too trying to make a home on this new forming planet that's just starting to breed life on top of it the place that i'm going especially once humans start showing up is northern russia no one's there yeah or if i'm not under the ocean i'm in northern russia siberia places where nobody goes yeah that's the best place to hide and actually, um, that kind of brings brings me to the point of the uh, the main one that I uh, my you know the main story, the main case of USOs that I found. Mm-hmm. And it's actually not just USOs, really. Like it's um, it actually goes to straight up kind of exactly what we were talking about, whether you want to call them aliens or terrestrials that don't necessarily have to be on earth i mean i, I might also accept just not, not to not to steer off too much that the uh the usos the underwater aliens that we're kind of thinking about are from outer space but they don't fly across space in a ship because that makes little to no sense they just open a doorway and they are under our ocean and they come up with their ships gotcha yeah i mean but anyway yeah (laughs) and terrifying uh, yeah (laughs) i don't want to think about that idea at all (laughs) like no no that's that's awful that would be that's like pacific rim done right i mean if you're wanting to travel across the expanse of space you don't want to build a physical ship and fly it it's not the fucking ocean it's the expansiveness the vacuum of space you want to close the distance by opening a door a portal well, essentially the way they do light speed travel mm-hmm. is you fold space yeah. yeah yes like that gravitational worm uh, engines <laughs> so therefore you're literally space space pushing you collapses yeah mm-hmm. infinite free fall at, at a ever expansive speed but anyway like, for star trek folks <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, one of the, like, biggest places for UFO sightings, USO sightings, um, and alien sightings is uh, Lake Bacal in, in uh, Siberia. Yeah. And uh, it's actually, it's the world's deepest lake. So it is like, um, I forget exactly how many thousand feet deep it is, but it is like Lake Superior is our largest and deepest lake. Yeah. Or is it Huron might be the deepest. Anyways, like really our deepest lake is, I think it's a, of several hundred feet deep. Yeah, it's I a fraction it's, of a fraction of yeah, how Lake, deep Lake Bacall, and big. I want to say, is like a mile deep. Like, it is extraordinarily deep. It's basically a glacier yeah. lake. It is, yes. Yeah. It, it is a glacier lake. And it has so much sediment is the only reason that, like... Um, so is it cloudy? It's extraordinarily dark. Like, A, it's in Siberia, which and it's ice cold all the time. Uh, and it's, and yeah, but as you get down towards the bottom, you have, uh, there's more sediment there than all of the lakes in America, like period, like combined. Yeah. Like there is so many, there's like, I think that like the bottom is just straight up sediment and that sediment layer goes down like another two, two or three miles deep. Holy shit. Yeah. Like there is a Can you ridiculous amount of sediment. Going to so old. <laughs> I mean, it's the when, oldest. When, I believe it's the oldest lake in the world. Well, too. when when I'm <laughs> when you're saying sediment, I'm thinking now it's like underwater quicksand. Yes. So if you um, go down too low and you get in that, you, it's just you're gonna die. It's just gonna pull you and, under. Nobody's gonna pull you out. Or if you fuck it up, you murk the water. Oh yeah. And then it just goes. Yeah, and you can't you see. You really anything. have no idea where you're going. Yeah, I don't know if they... I, I can't say, like, whether they have or not, but I don't think they've ever, like... Re, like, I know that they've made, like, P, you know, uh, remote control submarines that get down low. Mm -hmm. But I don't think they have, like, any real footage. Mm -hmm. Like, any good footage. Like, any, like, real... Like, you can look online and, like, try to look at it, but, I mean, it's literally looking at, like, a black screen. I mean, it's it's... At, at least three times as bad as sticking your face under the water in Galveston, Texas, like that sat, that salt water, and yeah. just opening your eyes and trying to see through that sediment and murk. Mm -hmm. it, it, like worse yeah, than that. It's... <laughs> and that's, that's uh, where your creepy creepies are hiding. Oh yeah, it's, it's yeah, down like down in there, like, like underneath the there. The ones and it could that be very well done. like they're they're just swimming through the sediment. And it's totally different as like swimming. It's like a snake slithering through grass. Yeah, through the sediment. And uh, these guys like, or I'm sorry, in uh, in Lake Bacall, the um, in that same in the region of Lake Bacall, there's um, of course there's people have been there for a very long time, and they have uh, like these like not cave paintings or uh, they're. Uh, uh, petroglyphs is what they're called. So I think that's when they carve. I think it's when they carve into rock. Yeah. And I think that they, um, at one point in time, I'm, they were colored, and it's you know believed they they don't know what color it was. I don't think. But anyways, they have these uh, like weird humanoid looking things. It looks like uh, they have these drawings of like tall, skinny people mm -hmm. with like a weird type of deal on their head like it's like the the head is more is shaped more like a helmet sort of it's a dome like, head yeah yeah it's a, like yeah it's a weird like kind of dome head and um like it doesn't look straight up like an alien alien but it also doesn't look 
like what their people their mm-hmm. drawings of people look like and um it and it shows that they're in the that those things are are in the water and they don't really know much about the culture that did that so unfortunately there's no cool tales with them but um in 19 in 1962 they uh these guys were out uh i believe they're out ice fishing mm-hmm. and they actually started to see the this uh uso you know this ufo like come out of of the lake and it started uh glowing like uh bright very distinct like bright colors like it would be like red green blue yellow and it would be like very power like very very bright when it was doing that Mm -hmm. and it kind of it changed uh shape a couple times it changed shape like twice and then it literally just took off at like the it was like it was you know hyperdrive it just it just left fast as possible yeah and uh so that and that was in 1962 that that one so that and i believe they actually captured a photograph of it Mm -hmm. if i'm not mistaken they actually got a picture of this thing for just a second and um then uh the the main reason that we know of the lake the the main reason why it's so popular is in uh 1982 there was the uh russian navy was doing a high um like a high level uh diver train yeah like they're doing they're like having them basically do like really deep really cold uh mimicking navy Navy shield yeah seal stuff but whatever is equivalent to russia yeah kgb agents or something russian seals yeah Yeah, russian uh oh uh what i I got froggers froggers yeah yeah froggers they're they're froggers like a really cool russian name like well like i'm sure it's a frogger i think it's translated so much cooler than astronaut it's probably like death toads we are the best what is it that you want to be be cosmonaut (laughs) travel the stars oh god oh i'm going visually millions of miles (laughs) and these these uh these froggers were uh their leader was what it was something i know it's vodka it was it was led by uh nikolai smirnoff <laughs> so like um i call him uh i call him captain vodka dude from okay. here on did out. you look and see if there was any correlation to the smirnoff vodka and this smirnoff um i think that yeah i think that they're they're probably related i don't know i, I think smirnoff is actually a really it's a, com- it's a common, common it's a common name. name, but they're all related to that. Yeah, they're all related. <laughs> they're all related. <laughs> so, uh, so, so oh. you you got USOs coming in and out of this place. Yes. Yeah. Uh, when's the most recent? Is eighty two your most the most recent that you found? No, it, it like literally sightings. Continue. It's a it's a hotbed area for yeah. U- for UFO and USO activity. Um, but like what I was saying about with the 1982 thing, the reason why it's so interesting is because like, like I said, the UFOs and USOs, whatever, one and the same probably, in my opinion, uh, they're, they're an everyday occurrence over there essentially. Mm -hmm. If you live in that area, you're going to see some, like you're, you can't really even avoid it. And there's a lot of mis- there's a lot of other mysterious things that go on there. A lot of like Bermuda Triangle type of stuff. Like mm-hmm. it's been told that um, there's no uh, in the nearest town there's no cell phone reception at all, except for a six foot by six foot square. There's literally like in the in the town there, and it's perfect. You get like perfect signal in a literal. It's a literal cube, mm-hmm. and the rest of it, like if you're using a cell phone, 
no no service. I mean, that's why I always end up going um, to, leaning that's a weird thing. closer <laughs> towards things like Lake Bacall or Skinwalker Ranch or even the Bermuda Triangle, although that one can be highly disputed. Like, uh, these things are, are doorways. These are, these, these yeah, are gateways. Yeah. They're not just places where the aliens are hanging out. It's, it's a doorway that they're traveling between one planet and this one, just walking through or with their ship traveling through. Yeah. Because that's what would throw off all of that stuff. And most places like Lake Bacall have these... Like, if one thing's they, happening... I think they probably hang out it's there. It's all like, happening, I think, you know? Yeah. I was going to say, I think they hang out there for a bit. So you know? I'm sure there's think, a, a spot, you know? Like, the Mothman <laughs> is like a traveler? Oh, yeah. That's why he's linear, or non-linear? He yeah. can tell you he, things from before that have happened yeah. and go in and out, and he... He and the be, fact that he, he could, could be an alien doing yeah. exactly what you're saying. And the fact that, like, just the like by his like even as like most agreeable like uh, like for the measurements of him and stuff. Like the only way he could be flying would be through a psychic or anti gravity type of flight. Yeah, like it, it wouldn't be. And Indrid is an incredibly alien being. When you really dig into the Mothman, oh, Ingrid, uh, yeah, Indrid Cold, yeah. Cold is a very strange alien person. He looks yeah. like a man, sort of, but he's off-putting. Yeah, uh, he's all—he's like a Men in Black or your uh, your Watchers, Observers from mm-hmm. uh, Fringe. He's that, yeah, that he's that type, that of, type of off-putting, that type yeah. of human being. Um, yeah. So oh, ha- um, how many have there been multiple uh, USO with submarine encounters? There, there is, um, there is more than the one that I found. Like there is a few of them. That one was, um, that one was the only one where it was like an entire ship was actually like put out of commission by one like without any real harm being done did all electronics come back on after the ship left yeah i believe it was it took them a while like they had they had to manually go through and do they had to manually go through probably reset whatever and yeah i mean i'm Um, sure i can about guarantee you that the amount of uso sightings by submarines or ships on ocean is comparable if not the same as astronauts who have seen mm-hmm. alien craft while in space or if you're out high just flying looking, jet fighter if you're just out lo- able to look at like if you if you have the next 10 hours off and you like are just on a boat and you're looking up there like you're gonna see something within a few days yeah. you're gonna see something <laughs> how long you can't explain or how not how long how much of sightings and things like that do you think are not our government, but governments, world governments, technology, that they just have shit that's so fucking far advanced that they won't tell us about that we see all the time and we're like, that's a UFO. The fuck is that? I mean, you know, everybody knows what the fuck that is. Well, they know what the fuck that is. Yeah. But they're just like, sure, if they want to believe it's aliens, let them believe it's aliens. It keeps them out of our nose. I think that that, like, that's what they've done with some, like, some some technology I can believe. Like I, like I said at the very beginning of this, I, like, the... Do you think we the, have you know a those space bla- propulsion system? You know the, you've seen the famous tri- triangle UFOs with the three, oh, yeah. the three Belgian lights. triangles. Yeah, the Belgian triangles. Um, <clears throat> those are the black. Those are the uh, black mana. Their uh, TR three B is their um, official name for 
Anyways, it's those are anti-gravity ships. That was my first UFO sighting. But, I was probably about like eight years old. And the, those things are pretty, like, you can go worldwide. And, I mean, the sheer amount, like, they, those things exist. And that that specific one, I'm pretty sure is ours. Like, yeah. I would be more surprised if it came out that it wasn't, that that was an alien. But, like, I've seen, um, i seen a cube UFO. I think I mentioned that probably on one of our first episodes together, mm-hmm. I want to say, because um, I had just seen yeah, it. I vaguely remember us talking about I'm, it. And my, I don't know if it, made, if it made it to a podcast or not even, but I know that I told you guys about that. Yeah, weird but cubes. But, like, the, those cube UFOs, if you look up those, oh, yeah. we're talking giant-ass cubes that are... We don't have the kind of time... Like, they couldn't sneak that much titanium. Like, there is no way. And, like, whatever that is, it's not titanium. It's some other metal that's lighter and stronger yet. So... I mean, I'll say that... So that stuff, I believe, there's definitely aliens. At least... (laughs) At least 40% of what we think are... Of what are reported as UFO sightings. Uh, Especially in the 50s and 60s. Yeah. Is us doing shit. There's a good bit of it, yeah. Uh, that other, and I'd say there's probably about, you know, a good 10 to 20% that's nothing. Just nothing. Just bogus crap. Just bogus yeah. crap. I was going to say, with the, and drone testing was going on long before they ever admitted that. So, like, that, that yeah. kind of, and I'm talking about, like, the three, I'm talking about little, like, 3D type, helicopter type flyers. But that's that remaining, it's that remaining like, that we can't explain that is the interesting stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's pretty much come out now that, a lot of uh, UFO sightings in the 50s and 60s was people seeing B-52 stealth bombers. Like yeah, that, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was like a major the, one. Yeah. The stealth bomber caused a, was a like, UFO. Like, I want to say for what? Like, they had it out for like 15 or 20 years. Yeah. Like, of people reporting. And that's how they wrote off when the black manna started going around. That's what they're telling everybody is that, no, you're seeing B-52. You know those new B-52 bombers we just, we just came out with? Mm-hmm. Even though they've had them for like two decades at that point, but yeah, because they just released that, that's what they are saying the black mana is for the longest time, and it's only recently that they're starting like little documents are starting and starting to get leaked. Hmm. Like there's little documents, little patents and stuff that are like official U.S. government patents. Like they work, they're by the military. Hmm. So I'm pretty sure that I know your answer to this question, but uh, do you guys think that we've made contact yet? I yeah I I definitely do I I really I'm borderline believe the Eisenhower Treaty from nineteen 19- oh wow you're there yeah, yeah I I'm ooh. you believe you're almost I a valiant want, Thor look I have a poster on my wall that says I want to believe and like underneath it is a picture of Eisenhower all right <laughs> I mean that 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 is one of the most interesting those stories are fucking interesting yeah uh, and jimmy carter i full-on believe that he's seen an alien like he at least seen the ufo and also that valiant thor guy he yeah. uh he's one of those ones that it checks out that he was there and it checks out he spoke an insane <laughs> amount of languages for a human being to like I, it, it also checks out <laughs> that he was kind of purple yeah yeah he was a little bit purple he was a little bit more purple than the rest that of that guy was an alien valiant thor yeah, yeah valiant thor and he was around for uh quite a while um public record shows him around 60 years and like you can see pictures of him and he, he doesn't, doesn't really age, age yeah and... not really like there's no real noticeable changes He's some guy called valiant thor who hangs out with presidents <laughs> yeah 
And eventually he's going to head back to Venus, I do believe. But what about you, Chris? Do you think we've made (laughs) contact? Uh, I don't know if we've made, like, a docked or landed presence, like a scheduled meeting, like Mm -hmm. a meet and greet. Like, I don't know if we've had a first contact. Yeah. um, Like a face-to-face first contact. But I believe, especially some of the crazy pictures... I see of astronauts that they take in space yeah. when they're floating around mm-hmm. on the space station that we have had pause moments where there have been ships in the atmosphere that astronauts have seen. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. they're like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. Like, we fly around. Yeah. I've been up here for six months and I've never seen that before. What the fuck is that? You guys. I think are... that we've had definitely those kind of first encounters where yeah. there's been a true ufo hanging out either in the atmosphere or okay if we got earth and then outside orbiting earth you've got the space station Mm -hmm. and then orbiting the space station you have Mm -hmm. then said ufo Mm -hmm. i think we've seen that outside of a satellite or ship orbit yeah so i I think those encounters have happened but they've done a good job hushing it yeah or maybe it's you know our technology is just way way further advanced than anybody is letting on and we can do that kind of cool shit and people are literally perpetuating the rumor of aliens as a way the biggest fucking con to ever happen to humanity i mean if you dig into it buzz aldrin will tell you that he saw ufos from the surface of the moon like just zipping around the moon hanging out oh yeah now he keeps it hush hush at this point but Buzz Aldrin used to talk about it quite but a bit. who's to say that, I mean, that he wasn't seeing a meteorite or an asteroid? Because no, he's, he's an he's astronaut? Yeah, he's like, he they, was up close. They, they, <laughs> like, they, uh, they're astronauts. They study celestial bodies. They, That's their science. When the, and if you listen to their... Uh, so I guess that means everybody in this room agrees that we went to the moon. Oh yeah, 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 definitely. I'm, yeah. I'm not, I'm not that, I'm not that level of crazy. I'm uh, yeah. now because that like I'll <laughs> give you that perhaps we didn't film us landing on the moon, or we didn't film yeah, our first I, landing on the moon, and perhaps the tapes that we know are faked. But we definitely went to the moon. Yeah, you know. Yeah, for sure we've been to the moon. As far as the, yeah, as far as the video footage, that I really can't. I don't care. I'm not to yeah. be quite honest. Yeah. The, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah. Yeah. Because honestly, with me, it's like I'm not a video expert. Like, I've watched it. It looks pretty legit to me. Maybe yeah. it's not. Honestly, either way, I think we definitely have been to the moon. I think it's far crazier to honestly think that we've never been to the moon. But I, I would say... <laughs> Especially now that we have, like, satellite footage and stuff, and there's some shit on the moon, man. Like, there, there's, there is some shit on the moon. I don't know if there's life on the moon whatsoever, like, in a permanent sense. But, like, yeah. There might be, like, an <laughs> observatory base on the moon. I, yeah, there, See, there's I, definitely bases on the I'm moon. more partial to believe that we are descendants from a dead species yeah. of alien. Like, people came from the stars... Maybe mm-hmm. their maybe their sun went nova, Mal- and they had to leave their solar system, or mm-hmm. they're on the other side of the Milky Way, or something, and they came, and then that could have. Well, I like the the whole Atlantean story. Yeah, that, well, that, like, that could have been where everything perpetuated. If you guys have ever seen the, uh, I don't know if it was Graham Hancock that mentioned that's the one that talks about this. It might not be, mm-hmm. but uh, it's 
Did, have you guys ever uh, heard anything on how uh, I believe it was ancient Egypt and uh, ain't like uh, ancient like Aborigines like in Australia? Yeah, they both share a huge amount of the same. They share a lot of stories, like and not just like oh the like the Great Flood story, but like I'm saying like to the T, like the exact same <laughs> stories. And one of the things that crosses over with them. Uh, is the there's uh that we came from Pleiades is where they say like when they ask to like where like they're like when white people came over and asked them like where did your ancestors come from their answer is they came from these three stars and then uh the uh the three stars in Orion's belt right yeah I believe I believe it's um the ones in Orion's belt yeah and uh that's and they believe that that's where their ancestors came from and in ancient egypt that is also the it's those three stars that they're like we, we come from there i mean i was like told that on mushrooms once yeah like by the mushroom <laughs> spirit thing it was like, <laughs> that is home there yeah that's there. home but over here over here is where you're being projected from earth is a hologram <laughs> open your eyes <laughs> Oh man, we can get into Stone Ape Theory a different day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a different, that's a different yeah, show. That's a different show. So, oh yes, um, yeah. So, oh, so um, you know, we we've been, I mean, we've we've been staying on topic, but we did get, we got a little bit sidetracked, I guess. But um, like one of the neat things, and like, but back to like, oh, okay. yeah. Um, one of the neat things that involves is that all right. So, um, like I said. There was a, a dive team of seven Froggers and this uh, Captain Nikolai Smirnoff. Yeah. And they were, the, yeah, they're doing routine, like kind of routine, but like very intense diving missions at mm -hmm. Lake Bacall pra for practice, basically. And they're diving at about 250 feet down in the lake. And this is, you know, it's ice cold. At 250 feet, it's, it's getting extremely dark like it's it's almost black and the you know they have their lights on and then uh the divers like they're all in that same area they're all at about 250 feet they see um these people these they're about nine but they're about nine feet tall they're they're three meters mm -hmm. and, and there's so yeah it was about nine foot tall people that were um they're all like fairly slim and they wore these uh, bright, shiny uh, suits. Like they are, they are. It looked like a kind of like aluminum foil almost. Mm -hmm. And like my opinion on that is that it's like that's like what thermal shielding looks like. Yeah, you know. And but anyways, they said they wore these bright, like one piece, like silver, um, you know, silver suits. And they had uh, this helmet. It kind of looked like in between an astronaut helmet and like a, what would be like a helmet. modern day like a motorcycle helmet in ah, terms of yeah. shape. Um, but yeah, it, and but they he, they said that uh, there was no tanks. Like whatever these guys, whatever these people were, either they're like they're really good at holding their breath, which if you think about it, if they're like in that cold environment and they they have that big of lungs and they're shaped like skinny or yeah, they're basically free diving. human yeah i was like, gonna say like i think that they might just be like literally holding their you know they might be able to just hold their breath for 20 30 yeah I maybe mean, an hour a while at you least. know how, how long can david blaine hold his breath for a day all right let's give him that yeah. <laughs> let's at least give him that and uh so before or after the abuse 
Uh, I'm definitely after. I'm definitely after. <laughs> um, but uh, so, anyways, yeah. These so these guys see that they uh, they go back to their they go back to the they go back to, to the they surface. Go, yeah, they go they go back to the boat and because uh, they're out on the lake mm-hmm. and they tell they tell the captain they tell Mister Smirnoff that they just seen these hu- these humans yeah. that are diving down there mm-hmm. and they're really good swimmers and they're giant they're they're big and so uh he tells them to get their asses like back down and go find them mm-hmm. and so and like and follow them no matter like don't let like find them and don't let them out of your sight like find out where they're going mm-hmm. and uh so they they got back that da- they got back down there and then they, uh, mind you, they they just went up 250 feet. They're down in the ocean. They got down 250 feet. They just went like they they went as fast as they could back up to the, the aliens boat. did or no the people. No, the, these okay, are the divers, the, Russians, the frockers. So they just went back up 250 feet. Told the captain got on land like for like or got on the boat for a few minutes. Maybe. They're gonna get the bins, especially. And exactly. Yeah, and so they die up. and then they die back down. They get back down to around that same two hundred fifty foot mark. They they find them and I guess I guess the the aliens whatever were waiting for them. And uh they they started diving back down there and then the the creatures start going uh they these other guys they start going down deep. Like they start going straight down to the bottom of Lake Bacal. And so, um, I guess one of them, or had, one of them might have had like a, a radio. I think at this point, like had a ra- had the one radio communicator. Yeah. So he told he told them that like, hey, these guys are going down like past five hundred feet, um, and they're they're way better swimmers than we are. Like, no you know, they're the Russian, them. they're the Russian Navy, and these things are swimming way faster than yeah, them. There's no way we can catch them. Yeah, there's no. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He said there's no way we can catch them. And so Nikolai does the most like Soviet Russian thing to do and tells them to keep like he's like, no, you you are not coming. Like no one comes back to the surface until you want to until you have one of these. Yeah. And so uh, six of them, he had the one guy, I guess, with the radio communicator, he didn't obey the order. He just was like, fuck this. Like I'm 500. Feet so down. how many of them died? And so uh, six, the other six dived down and. Um, Three of them died, I believe. Uh, just oh, um, how, all right. Let me let me see here. I do have a few notes. Um, here, I find Oh, all right. So, all right. Once they got past, like the, the out of the guys that went down, like further than that five hundred foot mark, the uh, there was one guy died from uh, I think it was a suit malfunction. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, or it could be a pressure thing. Like they don't. Yeah. Know. And so one guy died from that. Then, um, of course, they never caught these creatures. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no way. And then they, um, the so the others, the the rest of the guys uh, come back up. You know, after they're unable to catch them, and they swam back up super quick, of course, because yeah. they were literally running out of air. Like the the captain wasn't going to let them on the boat. Like so, they better not come up with air if they yeah. come up. And. Um, so they're rushing back up to the surface so they don't drown or just die of suffocation. They get on the boat. Um, no breathing. Through a what? Suffocation. No yeah. <laughs> exactly. And uh, so they get. Uh, they don't get decompressed. Like after they get on the boat, they tell them they're unable to catch catch them. Uh, mm-hmm. 
three of them go into their hyperbaric chamber. Like they had a limited amount of hyperbaric chambers. And then uh, what it was was um, one of them wasn't working hardly at all. One of them wasn't working the greatest. So there's only one really good hyperbaric chamber. So three of them died um, from not getting decompressioned uh, properly. So what about the aliens? <laughs> oh, and um, yeah, two of them just died from that. Um, and then basically those aliens though, they've been, uh, so basically that was like the one of the biggest stories because so many people died and yeah. it was such a high profile case, like, and it's all, yeah. all marked down. And basically, that was like the biggest, like, conf like that's where it's like confirmed in in record, yeah, in modern day record of like guaranteed down there, guaranteed like there's not just UFO, like there is UFOs, but it's like guaranteed there is a creature down there that is humanoid in shape, more than likely highly intelligent and um if amazing. not a tribe or civilization of them down there. yeah because yeah. there and it's and same thing with the petroglyphs is it's there's always multiple of yeah. them like it's never they're like they're they swim in groups it's like just one guy so like if we ever do end up making first contact like worldwide everybody mm -hmm. knows now aliens fucking exist yeah i'm th i'm saying that our first contact is when we finally have a manned mission either to mars or jupiter and we don't run into an alien. We don't run into, like, a dead city. We yeah, just bro. find a piece of a space station. Mm -hmm. Just uh, a hunk of space junk that's very obviously a piece of space Check station. Check out those Mars photos, man. Like, we can <laughs> get on that motherfucker and wander around. I think that's going to be, and I don't think we're far off from it. No. Like, I think I'm, before so you think the three of us in this room die. The civilization is going. Well, yeah, to that'll be, be starting. It'll still be uh, a dead civilization. We'll just find the remnants of the dead civilization. I'm not even saying it's a dead civilization. I'm saying like we leave our satellites in the in the air all the fucking time. Space junk, yeah. Space junk, like, uh, and it doesn't even have to be a dead civilization. Maybe it is, but it's a dead satellite or a dead spaceship. Like, perhaps it's uh, it's the Nostromo, but it's the Nostromo adrift. of aliens, just adrift with dead aliens hanging out on it it doesn't even have to have bodies on it if there's another ship out there that we know isn't from earth it's it that's yeah, that that's, that's contact route. yeah if it well, can just like show itself to contact, everybody that's confirmation <laughs> uh that that yeah. that counts as contact like you're not it's not like first contact first contact the way that we think about well, it well i mean in that case Jimmy like then, then i mean first contact was like you know at the very beginning of you know species like when we could be able to tell <laughs> Because I mean, I mean, I like I I told you guys just recently I seen a UFO. I, I told you about that. Um, yeah. With me and my mom were sitting like I was watching a UFO, and then my mom comes out and she starts looking at it, and then she starts like she started describing like what it was doing. She was like, "Isn't that like is it going like a figure eight?" And then uh, we decided thing. it was a double helix. Hmm? We decided that it was a double yeah, helix. Yeah. It was doing the double yeah. helix. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Up and down. And, uh, yeah, anyways, that, that one was crazy. Like, I mean, it literally kept on fading, like, in and out. My mom, like, as I was watching it, she was like, do you get the feeling like it doesn't want you to look at it? Because, like, I literally had to focus with all my, like, I literally, I, I was watching it, and it was, like, fading in and out. And, uh, like, I could feel it in my head, though. Like, I could tell that it wasn't, 
going anywhere. It was like literally trying to make me not see it. And that's and how that's I when my up. mom told me. She told me she was like, "Did you know? Did you get the feeling like it, it doesn't want you to watch it?" Yeah. And I was like, "That is exactly what." That's part <laughs> of that. Uh, uh, what two weeks ago we talked? We we did a superpowers episode. That's part of that social. Mm-hmm. Social, oh, social perception yeah. where you can you know knock that off. It's you want to look at it, but it's just like no, you really don't. You can't look at it. Can't yeah. see it. It just it wipes from your memory. Exactly. Yeah. And that. Anyways, um, I forgot where I, where we were going with that before. I mean, I was yeah. talking about like um, whether or not finding a dead spaceship out in out oh. in space is first contact. Will that be first contact? What do you think? Like, if it like, what will be the first confirmation worldwide? We know. Like there are definitely aliens. Like to me, I, it's not going to be Valiant Thor walks out or like it or probably won't be land one. a spaceship It'll, on the well, White House lawn. That's what I was thinking is that there would be like a mass sighting, like one, like and I mean like a worldwide like mass sighting of UFO. Like in these the things are in the sky. So like this is undeniable isn't, proof. Exactly. So it'll be like absolutely has to be like be like this isn't the Russians. This isn't the Americans. This isn't the Chinese. This isn't any. No government on Earth has this many powerful UFOs that defy gravity and can Dude, literally you, cover the sky with... First contact for you is, in, is going to be Independence Day, basically. And not so, even like, and in the fact that they are going to blow us up. Yeah, not the violence. This giant spaceship just like, yeah. that the whole world sees all at the same exactly, time. Exactly. Like, just multiple spaceships everywhere, just, like, straight up. If you have eyeballs, you will not be able to deny the fact. They are literally. UFOs. If that's the case, <laughs> then I think they're literally going to have to have that jump technology, because mm-hmm. any fucking fool with a telescope that's power enough, powerful enough to see at least a good image of the moon, mm-hmm. will see a spaceship coming. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. I mean, yeah, it's not like it's just gonna be like. Bigger, yeah. It but just, that's but like, part of the problem. I was gonna say you have, you have you have flat earth you have flat earthers who don't believe in telescopes. So <laughs> like your world is a lie. God, you're hope, you're I hope, a round I hope earth they come chill. And they just eradicate <laughs> all the flat earth thinkers. Just oh, one fell swoop. Now what I uh, getting that round earth check every day? They're paying you money. <laughs> I think they call that genocide. <laughs> do th- do either of you think that the Vulcans are out there somewhere waiting to gift uh, Type One civilizations with hyperdrive or just with technology in general? Because I, I I'm one of those that I I could make an argument if you gave me enough time that cell phones came from outer space. That cell phone uh, technology comes from alien technology that we found in the mean, crash at Roswell or whatever. I kind of like, I mean, I think that Nikola Tesla might have been talking to some aliens. Man, his technology was literally the only reason we have cell phones i mean yeah no he actually had i mean the plans that he had that he never went through with Mm -hmm. i mean some of them are just amazing like we're talking like wireless electricity that like he was successful at wireless electricity oh yeah no somebody found that i mean somebody told him that you can pull electricity directly from the air yeah like that it's just hanging around and like that's that was the tesla coil yeah um well yeah it was it was a controlled form of it wasn't just the te- like the tesla coil was like the big showy one I love but the tesla one that was command and conquer baby the actually one the one that he actually ended up making it's weird it's like um it looks like a cell phone tower sort of but at the top like imagine a giant like metal like it's all one big piece but it, like into the framework like metal ball on the top mm-hmm. 
and he was able to transfer electricity electricity uh, successfully for uh, I forget how far it was I want to say it was like uh, a couple mile I want to say it was like or maybe it was just it was like 4,000 feet are we talking like an arc he had a 4,000 foot arc no, from one thing no, to no, another no 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 I'm talking wireless talking like... no I'm talking about like the wireless electricity we have today like where it's like literally you could hold this microphone say and it would turn on you can do that for about seven feet with today's current like what they have available and this is like top of the line like if you want wireless electricity like if you want to not never plug in any device you know you know how uh the the they have those plastic docks you can yeah. do for certain stuff yeah. and just set on top it's that same print and you know there's no metal or anything same principle it's just that it's able to go wireless he was able to do that over like the course of like a mile does and this that, was a hundred some odd, you know a hundred years ago anyhow is that same concept really? as a signal Ye like a like a okay Ye for example something that can go much further than seven feet my playstation 4 controller oh that's what i was talking about here. my playstation <laughs> oh. 4 controller mm -hmm. is wireless and yeah. i can go fuck i can go out to the parking lot mm -hmm. of this place and still probably fuck with the ps4 possibly yeah probably i see yeah i mean it's it's very similar i mean it's all it is all like radio waves and the way that he was making his electricity too was he he wasn't just using like straight up like the ac power that he invented as well but he was actually able to like produce he was able to get those generators running by essentially pulling energy out of the air like he like edison hate like edison hated uh him so much because he he had so much more efficient ideas and he had ways of giving the world free electricity he, when also, he was doing wireless electricity oh yeah he also made rate? mini hats oh <laughs> death ray hats yeah he did make he probably made a few death ray hats i'm sure <laughs> Dude's definitely an alien. <laughs> All right, guys, we are out of time. He also fell in love with the pigeon. Unfortunately, <laughs> out of time. That 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 pigeon was probably the alien, uh, just speaking to him through telekinesis. Yeah. Uh, lighted eyes. Ah, uh, elect electro pigeon. Dude, that'd be a cool name it for bust a band. the deadlights. What'd you learn today, Ian? I learned that, uh... I learned that, uh, recording two episodes in a day is fun but exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you learn today, Chris? Uh, actually, my brain has been working ever since we talked about the damn Atlantean aliens, and I'm over here trying to design a story about how Pluto... Plato... <laughs> Dude, Pluto is the, uh, would be so How cool. Plato is the last... <laughs> surviving descendant of the aliens that can remember the stories in great detail and he's trying to pass on the culture and warn everybody dude that'd be cool i mean just wait till i tell I you that all of the egyptian kings and jesus plus every prophet we, every spiritual prophet we know of was also probably one of those aliens i learned today that we're most likely from mars and just blew that bitch up and had to come here and just sounds completely like forgot about where we came from. It sounds like something humans would do. It does. Like it really it does. does. I hope that, I know it's not, but that would be really crazy if all the red dust, rust, like everything
landing on Mars was our civilization. It actually is rust. It actually is rust. And if they it actually fucking is iron radioactive as all shit. Yeah, it's it's iron oxide. Like it, that's why it's uh, red. The, <laughs> the, the Martian landscape, the actual ground of Mars and the atmosphere of Mars, has the same isotopes that only show up if a nuclear warhead was detonated. Yeah. It's on Mars that Mars and is full of this radioactive isotope that only shows up if you blow up a nuclear warhead. How many bombs would have to go off to, to not only eradicate life, but vaporize? And I'm talking fucking vaporize every single trace yeah. of civilization ever. One of the crazy things with Mars also is their atmosphere, like for forever, they've always told us that Mars' atmosphere is very thin. Mm -hmm. And like if you look at pictures from the rover, like it has a very similar atmosphere to Earth. It like, does. Like it, the air density, like for the cloud formations and stuff that occur there. They wouldn't happen if the atmosphere is super thin, like, and the haze that everything's filtered through, like, that's great, that's a mixture of different types of gases that are, like, being, being they were being held in, yeah, it's got a solid, a nice solid atmosphere. See, what I'm saying happened oh. is, is that, uh, sometime, uh, just before 2023, in the second term of President Donald J. Trump, for some ungodly and awful reason, we attempt to blow Mars out of the sky because he's insane <laughs> with dementia. So we just send all our entire arsenal to Mars. But fortunately, or unfortunately, a wormhole opens up just outside of the Martian orbit and all of our warheads pass through this wormhole and wind up in the Martian atmosphere 20 billion years ago. <laughs> when our ancestors were hanging out on Mars, building a civilization, and they get wiped out. And the last remaining Martians, who are actually humans, are forced to come to Earth to repopulate their civilization. And after so many generations, completely forgot where they came from and forgot that... Well, they would never know that the humans from the future are the ones who killed them and destroyed their race. Well, I'm hell, if we're going to do yeah. that, we might as well do a series of books. And the next one yeah. is, we are the ones that actually blew up the dinosaurs. There was no asteroid. Yeah, that it was be. us. Yeah. We took we're all like, of our yeah. nukes, found Imagine. the same wormhole, what? because why that, not that use is it from one movie to the next? Yeah. And it goes that. into our atmosphere. We fucking cook the dinosaurs. Everything on Earth gets nuked. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say like, dude, if we showed up here and there's a bunch of dinosaurs, we'd be like, "Fuck this shit, dude, just blow it up." It wouldn't dude. even actually have to be like, uh, like the nukes come back. The last remaining alien ships, the last remaining Martian ships, crash land because all of their all everything's out. You know, right. Mars is blown up. They crash land on Earth. That is the asteroid. What we think was an asteroid is an alien spaceship. It was a fucking ID four saucer that crashed. It kills off all the dinosaurs, and they're, face, they're forced to take refuge in their sinking ship underneath the ocean and rebuild the technology from their broken <clears throat> ship, and they're not able to come back up until the time of Plato. I always like that Ooh, analogy that. of Supergirl living on Earth. Because mm -hmm. Superman, yes, he is a Kryptonian and alien and outcast, but uh -huh. he was born on Earth, so he knows how to adapt to life and civilization that he knows it supergirl 
went into her pod at the age of 15. Mm -hmm. So she had the most technologically fucking advanced culture and then came here and (laughs) woke up in fucking BFE dark ages to her. Yeah. And so I always, I, Green Arrow made that analogy to Superman when she was like, oh, I'm an alien too. And he's like, yeah, but you were born here, Mm -hmm. more or less. Yeah. You know, she was dropped off and fucking. That would, yeah, that would be pretty crazy. You know, (laughs) back on my, on my planet, well, can't you just put it in the. Flum blah blah blah. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, I was like, yeah, I was like, like man, what the fuck like, is the flum blah blah blah? I'm a, like, uh, like I've got this stuff. I'm gonna put in the microwave. <laughs> <Be> like, <laughs> I just, I want to get to the microwave? point oh, where crap. I can take those cubes and put them in the microwave, like in Fifth Element, and just be like chicken, and it just pops yeah. out a whole fucking Thanksgiving real dinner. Jets. Yeah, <laughs> I like always like the uh, the hydrator <laughs> in Back to the Future too, where it's a little disc of dough, and they put it in the hydrator, and then it's a giant. Uh, extra large pizza, uh, right? Pizza Hut pizza. Yeah, that <laughs> one was yeah. good. Uh, terrible movie, but awesome little thing was Alien Resurrection. Mm-hmm. If, yeah, if we've okay. seen that one, he takes a scotch glass, mm. and it's a frozen cube of scotch. Yeah, that he then drops into the glass, and then these lasers heat it up, and it goes and becomes a fucking three finger hey. scotch. Heck yeah, dude. I don't know how I forgot that part. Like, that's badass. <laughs> because uh, you were completely distracted by everything else going on in that. Probably, yeah. It's not very, such a great movie. This is movie. a very loud, very bad movie. I, li- I like the sounds po- of that. Poor we. <laughs> that wasn't, movie was that the one with, twice uh, as loud, twice as with bad. Winona Ryder? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, Instead dude, of mother, it was father. I'd say if you need anybody, any actress to play emotionally distressed and chain smoking, Winona Ryder's your girl. <laughs> well, it's she from really the producers of Loud and Bad comes louder and badder. <laughs> and then the the sequel, sequel, more loud, more bad. <laughs> <laughs> Any last words, guys? More louder, more badder. <laughs> I'm gonna make a. I'm going to make a thing where, since you said trees, we came from the trees, then we went to the water, and then we went back to the ground. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm getting this vision of, like, us as bird people with feathers all over our bodies. But instead <laughs> of having, like, wings for arms, like, we still have the arms, but with the feathers that come yeah. off. Yeah. And then somehow when we jumped in the water, all the feathers came off. And we just got like a stingray, but we still had the paddles. And then we somehow came on the earth and lost all that shit. We're going to change the toadies. <laughs> That's a bit much. Number one song. <laughs> <laughs> I come I, from the tree water. I, air. Said, I come from the tree house. <laughs> Good night, everyone. All right.
For this and other shows quite like it, please check out our website, thebonushours.com. Fucked off experiment, we'd be hated by everyone. But if we were given a baby... Oh God! And we took that already, baby. Already, people would be angry. Like, why do those guys? Why do those podcast guys have a baby to in act the studio? Like <laughs> a 